the first thing for a successful wedding is to have a happy couple. Hi guys, welcome to the Weddings Exposed podcast, the first podcast for the brides and for the wedding industry professionals. We are Alexa Geibel and Kirill Brusilovsky, fine art wedding photographers from North Germany. In our podcast, we are going to give many tips for the brides how to organize your dream wedding. Our idea is to bring wedding industry professionals and wedding clients closer together and make them understand each other better. We want to share experiences and learn from each other. And now, let's rock and roll! Hi guys, and welcome to the next episode of uh, Weddings Exposed. Today uh, we have a special person, a, a guy who, is defin who definitely leaves an impression. He's a DJ from Hamburg. Uh, his name is Leonard Kerner. Welcome and hello. Hello. Welcome. Hi. We're super excited. Hi. <laughs> Hi. So, How are you guys doing? We're good. How are you? Yes, I'm fine. I'm curious about this interview. Um, and. Um, Thank you very much uh, for uh, saying such good words about my services. Uh, it's all about passion, but um, I should give that back to uh, Kirill. Actually, I, I met him several times at several events, and uh, this is uh, where our connection started, actually, and uh, it's still on. So, so let's, let's just go one step uh, uh, back. Could you tell us a little bit more about your uh, background? So from what I know, you are a DJ, but you also have your own agency. Give us just uh, uh, some, uh, some information. Uh, well, yes. Um, actually, I started architecture. Um, and while I was uh, starting uh, with my studies, um, I was doing my first wedding as a DJ. Uh, and that actually was a disaster. So uh, <laughs> that was 1960, uh, uh, no, 1996. And um, yes, um, actually uh, how I became a DJ for weddings, I, I, I don't think um, that this is uh, an, just an ordinary job. So you just be, become a DJ uh, for, for weddings because of passion, of uh, um, having passion for the couples. Um, and you also, uh, this is what is a little bit different from other DJs. If you're um, an event DJ and not a show DJ, actually, um, you, you need to have passion for serving other people's wishes. So you, it's not about my, my personal uh, uh, music flavor. It's all about like empathy, uh, about uh, the other people, about your customers. I think this is quite equal, actually, uh, with photographers. Um, you always have to, to find a way uh, to fulfill the wishes of your customers. Um, I had a passion for music since I was a little boy. I played the drums for over 10 years and uh, I would start collecting uh, CDs, actually. Um, the vinyl stuff were later on, actually. And um, I was collecting music. I was uh, going out. I loved, loved being in clubs and dancing and uh, listen to the sound of the music and all that stuff. That was really uh, very uh, uh, nice for me. I really loved that. So, and then once, um, I discovered that uh, some friends of mine, they are DJs actually, and they uh, were asking me like, uh, are you interested to, to learn it? Or, uh, you know, are you, you want to join us? I said like, well, yes, um, if you let me learn and if you're going to teach me, well, let's have a try. So, and um, actually I had a foundation of hundreds of CDs. So I had the music and uh, um, in the mid nineties, there were uh, these phase where, um, the uh, pitchable uh, CD player were released. So that was the first uh, CD player which was able to, uh, to get pitched so that, that you lower or uh, speed up uh, um, uh, this, the speed of a sound. So that was the first possibility 
to do mixes actually. And this is where I bought my, my first pitchable CD player. And that was the start actually. And um, while I was studying architecture and uh, was traveling through the world and uh, doing all my things, I never gave up uh, with this passion being a DJ. And um, after uh, a few stations, uh, international stations, I came back to Germany and then uh, were based in Hamburg. And uh, um, actually I, I started uh, to, uh, yeah, to, to, to start an agency for, for advertisement instead of being an architect, I was bored. Uh, I just want to be creative and uh, so I started this ad agency. And, uh, but all this time I was always DJing in clubs and uh, since I was based in Hamburg, uh, some other event agencies were doing really, really big events. Um, uh, they were discovering me and then they start booking me for uh, press balls and uh, um, uh, uh, meetings, big events uh, with uh, thousands of people, big company events. And this is where I started my career as a, as a DJ, as an event DJ. And uh, yes, uh, beside that, there were so many recommendations uh, um, of, uh, of people who were working for all the events or being guests at the events. And this is where I started um, to, uh, to be also uh, a wedding DJ, actually. Is it different uh, working uh, or being a DJ on a wedding than uh, on any other event? Uh, yeah, I, I would say so. It's much more emotional. Uh, you are much closer to the couple. Um, of course, I'm, I'm trying to meet all of our customers, uh, which we're DJing uh, for. I always say we, because we're an agency, a DJ agency uh, uh, in the meantime. So we have about 20 DJs running for us. We have our own technique. We have all, our own technicians who are building up the stuff and uh, do the build down. But I can tell some uh, later on. Um, but in the end, um, uh, of course, I, I do meet the, the couples here at my agency, all of them. And uh, as we do it right now, um, we are trying to get to know each other. We're talking about their wishes, uh, their passion. And I try to discover um, what is their special individual need. It's not only about the music. So it's, uh, uh, it's, it seems, sometimes it seems to me that some couples are quite uh, uh, similar. But in the end, if you just check out all the details, it is totally different. So it is every uh, event, every wedding is, is very individual and I really love that. So it's, it's all about that, um, uh, that it's always um, hard work for uh, finding the right way to treat and to serve a, a couple. And I really appreciate that very much. So um, the, the, the more difficult it gets, um, uh, the better for me actually. Was it difficult for you to put your ego aside because you said like you started just DJing and I guess if you are wedding DJ you cannot really play what you want so like you know as you say you have to fulfill the wishes of the couple because I know for example my husband he is a DJ and of course like as a DJ you have this kind of pride you know you would like to play your own music to the people yes. was it difficult for you or you just say no I love it because I would like to serve to the people well yeah I, I can understand that is a real a good question actually so therefore I think there are two kinds of DJs. There are these uh, one event DJs and there are this uh, club DJ. And um, I am more into the event DJ because I am more into fulfilling wishes for my audience. Um, they are not booking me because I do uh, really good sets, besides I really do it, so I hopefully. <laughs> uh, but uh, in the end I feel more passion uh, to fulfill wishes and to work together uh, with the audience in a dynamic process. So. Um, it's, it's, it's always, uh, I'm always curious about every gig I do, uh, every wedding I do, 
um, uh, what is expecting me. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's always diff different. And I really love that. But if you're a club DJ, uh, for me, it's not, uh, it's not my kind of passion because you are playing just what you like or what the club is telling you what to, to play. Um, it's not better uh, uh, or, uh, or worse, but um, it is different. So um, it's, yeah, it's, uh, these, these, it's, it's, there are just two ways. And I really res respect the club DJ, but um, really I, I would get bored out um, if I should play uh, six hours of house music, for example. I'm more into this, um, I always call that um, a sinus curve. So uh, I love this changing of the tempo, up tempo, down tempo, older songs, newer songs. Um, this is what is uh, DJing all about. What I'm trying to, uh, to do uh, on every event is to, to telling little, uh, um, uh, a little a story about music or a little bit, you know, like, like, like going through the, the phases of music and uh, different styles, uh, diff different techniques and all that stuff. Um, this is what I really like about DJing. You know, I was really wondering how you could uh, persuade uh, couples to do certain things. You know, my, my, uh, my impression was on, on, on many uh, weddings, I've, I've heard the same music all over and all over. So I thought that DJs were just uh, perhaps too lazy to find something original. It, it, it was all sounding like best hits on the radio. And like uh, they all have the, every, every single one of them has just bought a CD somewhere where with a label, wedding best hits, and they just put it there and take their money. That was my impression. And after, yeah. and I have actually approached several people, several DJs who are nice guys usually, and I've just asked them, why are you playing the same shit every uh, wedding and they have tried to explain to me like saying well it is not my taste but every couple wants to hear this hit or that hit and frankly i i, I didn't buy it actually i th i also thought that every couple is different how do you manage to make a, a really individual concept from one hand and to combine it with the tastes of every couple. I don't believe that every couple has such similar taste as the music I, I hear on almost every wedding. Well, uh, it is all a, a question of preparation. So you have to prepare yourself. Um, what we are doing with our couples is always asking them for 10 of their favorite songs. So uh, I'm asking them to hand over two lists of each 10 uh, uh, favorite songs. And I'm asking the couples not to write down um, songs uh, which they think people are dancing to. That is a real interesting thing. I'm always telling them, even if I, if I think it, this, shouldn't, this would never work on a wedding actually, but I'm always telling them to write down their favorite music. What I love to find out is what, um, what, where, uh, what, what is moving this, this couple? Uh, what what do they love? Is that is that rock? Is that house? Is that charts? Whatever. Um, I really try to find out which is their certain individual music taste. And after I have this list, I'm able, of course, to to prepare these songs to have it along with me when I when I'm doing the, um, the the wedding. But which is more important, I can read between the lines. And this is more important, even um, if they, you know, like I'm gonna do you maybe one example. Um, sometimes we have really uh, totally uh, weird wishes like heavy metal or speed metal or whatever. You know, people are so different, even if um, we're, we're mostly doing VIP events and uh, very uh, sophisticated and uh, 
uh, nice events, but even these couples, they have uh, really strange uh, music flavors, which is really important and, and uh, nice to me, because uh, um, as I told before, uh, the, the more difficult it gets, uh, the, the more interesting uh, it is for me. Um, so if I, if I get one of these uh, lists where, uh, where there's music on it, uh, on it um, if you would play that kind of music, the wedding would, should, uh, would really uh, be ended at 11 o'clock, that is for sure. So if, if, if I play this certain kind of wishes. But um, as I told you before, um, I can read between the lines. So I, am, uh, I, I do know what the couple is all about and uh, what they love and what not. And uh, as soon as you have wishes from, uh, um, from the couple, uh, you can be sure that lots of the, um, of the audience, lots of the guests are having this a kind of same music flavor. Because uh, mostly um, all the guests, they are, um, they, they are friends with the couple for a long time, long period, maybe uh, sometimes from, from the school phase or uh, maybe studying together and uh, so they know each other quite well and um, which is very important for a DJ um, to play uh, these kind of music uh, where there was a um, emotional uh, uh, um, uh, binding um, between emotions yes and uh, and the music and uh, it's, it's always um, this phase where you, uh, you're uh, um, where you end the school and you start entering your, your job and this is what this kind of face you have to find out and uh, then present uh, the, the guests actually. But what would you do in this situation? For example, I'm a little bit different person. I like, as you say, heavy metal. So it's yes. not a really normal taste, ordinary taste. I like rock. I like hardcore. I like Enigma. I like Michael Jackson. So my music taste is very different from my guests, I would say. Yeah. What would you do in this kind of situation? If you know, like, the guests, they just don't like this kind of music, but the couple loves this kind of music. How do you find a compromise in this kind of situation? Yeah, that is a really good question. So first of all, if you are um, an event DJ or wedding DJ, um, you have to think of one really important point, and that is you have to reach 80% of the guests with the music you play. And Kirill, as you told before, well, these are common uh, songs. Uh, and uh, actually, you were asking why do DJs play uh, certain songs on and on, on, on every wedding? Do they, really, the do they really have to? Is it, is it true? Or can you... Well, yeah, you, you know, and on, on a wedding, um, you have to perform. You have to work with things uh, which are working. And uh, being honest, um, if you do uh, like a wedding CD, as, as, as you told, or a wedding package, and you're going to pack in the right two or 300 songs, you can almost uh, do any wedding, to be honest. Um, and uh, to come up to your point, Alexa, and uh, um, I always try, uh, if I have this list, um, you can, as I told you, between, I, I can read between the lines. And whenever I do uh, a wedding uh, um, a DJ gig, I always try to avoid playing uh, things I played the wedding before. But this is just my, my, my point, because I am getting bored of playing all the songs in the same, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, in the same follow situation on and on. Um, for, for me, it's, uh, it's more uh, interesting uh, to work with the people to see how they react if I play certain kind of songs. So, and uh, uh, it is always interesting, of course, to, to play common music, but uh, as you see the list, you will always find something because of my experience, or of, of, uh, of experience if you be a DJ for more than 20 years, um, 
which could fit normally to, to the, um, maybe, maybe let's stick to the, to the example of Michael Jackson, for example. Um, Michael Jackson is dead for about, like, I don't, I don't know, like five years, six years or whatever. And uh, we cannot talk about that he's uh, um, like, like uh, uh, an artist for, for the current music right now, but there are also remixes. So this could be a way uh, uh, to pick out some, some remixes of old songs. Um, be just because of the remixes, they have a new dress on. So they really fit from the beat and, and, and also from, uh, um, from, uh, from, from the feeling to the, to the current music right now. So there, there's always a chance to work with remixes and uh, yeah. I was really impressed with how much work you, uh, and, and thoughts you are investing actually prior to the event. I think we have the same uh, problem as photographers because people who hire us sometimes think, okay, the guy or the, the gal works just eight or 12 hours there and that's it and they demand so much money but i think from from what i've heard and experienced that uh, uh it's easy to underestimate the work of a dj because uh, one would think the guy just uh, comes to the party and, and packs out his um, discs and and that's it so how much actually how much time how much work in total do you uh, do for a single wedding besides the wedding evening well, um, that is a really good point. Uh, lots of people are thinking this way. Um, uh, to make these things more easier, more transparent, um, I created, like several years ago, uh, I created uh, different packages, uh, wedding packages. Uh, that is always a combination of my playtime and the, uh, the kind of technique they need. And let's stick to one of our packages, which is the gold package, for example. It's called gold package. And the music time, uh, as you know, Pearl, is uh, from uh, 7 o'clock in the evening till 3 o'clock in the morning. So these are eight hours of, of playtime. Um, this is, the, um, this is the, uh, the, the play time people thinking a DJ is working. All right, let's put it all together. Um, let's start with the meeting in advance. So the meeting in advance uh, with a couple, um, if you just put together the email, uh, uh, um, thing, um, the, the, um, the personal meeting at the office, it is uh, all about like three or four hours. Really? So much? Preparation. Yes, three or four hours. All our meetings uh, in the office are taken about like one and a half or two hours. But if you uh, uh, put on top uh, the time you spend and this email communication in advance and, uh, uh, and after our meeting and right before the, the, the wedding, several uh, phone calls and all that stuff, it is about four hours, I, I would guess. So, but this is the, just the, the preparation phase. Uh, if we come up to the day of the days, to that certain uh, um, uh, wedding uh, time, uh, and we are starting with a reception about like, like seven o'clock, which is uh, also our uh, gold package. Uh, we are always uh, trying to be two hours before the start at the location uh, with my technician, and then we do the build up. So we need about like two hours before so we are there at five o'clock in the, the afternoon. You're always with an assistant, I'm sorry? Yes, this is part of my uh, philosophy. And uh, because I have uh, five companies right now uh, and I'm doing DJing as a, uh, just, just passion. It is all about passion. We, we, we don't have to talk about the money. This, this has to be okay, Any, anyhow. So we're just talking about the passion. And uh, my passion is not building up or, or putting down the technical stuff. See, I, I'm, I'm honest. My passion, uh, of, of, of course, uh, uh, the, the, the technique is mine, of course, I, I pick them and I, I love it, 
but uh, it is always nice to have someone around who is serving you and is uh, uh, building up with you together. Uh, uh, and then you can really focus uh, what is really important. And this is being a DJ and also like an, an, an event uh, guy who's, who's uh, taking care of the, um, of, of the couple. And, uh, and also uh, part of the philosophy is to have a technician because something could always happen right in, in between the, the wedding. So there could be a breakdown of a technical device uh, like a speaker or whatever. And mostly uh, DJs are not thinking about these uh, critical phase. Because what would you do as a DJ if your system breaks down? Like your computer, your mixer, uh, one light is broken, uh, whatever. Um, they are stick to the location and cannot do nothing. So it's, it's, it's going to be a disaster. And for us, or for me, it's part of our service uh, to have this technician aside. So as soon as a mistake occurs, I can easily call my technician and say like, well, just uh, have some difficulties uh, with my right speaker, for example. Could you just go to the agency and get another speaker and come here and change it? So this is part of our philosophy. And uh, this is part of uh, thinking about what a couple needs at, um, at a wedding. And they need uh, security, actually, to have uh, not a technical breakdown. So it, it is a disaster. I have, I've, I've been a guest on several events where the technique was breaking down. And that was the end of the, of the, of the event. So that was a disaster. So um, the first point is to have like, um, like a backup guy who's taking care if something, uh, a mistake occurs. And the most important thing of having uh, a technician aside is just imagine um, people are thinking about uh, to longen up your playtime from three o'clock to four o'clock in the morning. As you guys know it from being a photographer, after eight or 10 hours, things are getting very, very complicated. So uh, one hour more is very, very hard work, actually, if you have like work for 10 or 12 hours, which is normal. And uh, you guys, you, of course, you don't need a technician, but you have to put your things together uh, and then you talk to the couple and then you have to get out of the location and all that stuff. And uh, I have to do this as well. But if you think of that, you're uh, at least, uh, it takes like one and a half or two hours to build everything down again after the event and then go back to the agency, unload everything, put all in the agency. So it takes you more than three hours after ending the event. And if you think of, uh, you don't have uh, um, the support, technical support. There's a, a couple coming up and say like, please Lenny, could you just longen up your playtime for another hour? Well, you just think of these upcoming three hours and then you're, you know, your, your, your passion is going down because you're thinking, well, I'm not at six o'clock in, 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 in bed, I'm at seven o'clock in the bed. So uh, this gets, gives you really bad vibrations. And what you don't need as a DJ is feeling bad or, or having a, a bad mood. So um, with a technician, I always have a good mood because I know I have someone aside which is making my life so easy. He's helping me out. And of course, I'm the owner of this DJ service as well. I'm helping my technician, of course. But my DJs, they don't have to actually, but, but they do. That's because they're nice guys. And uh, so I can, uh, I can easily longen up like for one or two hours and I don't feel any bad vibration. I can have another beer, I can have another champagne, whatever. Uh, I'm really feeling good all the time. So, and it doesn't matter if uh, there's a long enough. Uh, I have my support and uh, I have help. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, that's, that's our philosophy. And this is actually one point um, which we are doing totally different from lots of other DJ services, actually. 
I'm actually really curious how do you actually stand out from the crowd because you're you're an artist actually you're not just the DJ you're not just a marketer but what I hear from you you're an artist because you invest so much time into the preparation you think about the couple tastes I think you just don't play Helena Fisher all the time I do hope how, well, how do you market yourself differently like how do you actually tell to your couples I'm different you know because like there are so many DJs so many photographers for sure you must be doing something really right in that case so I'm really curious to know about you maybe some marketing techniques well and as I told you before I'm running in uh, marketing and an advertise agency for several years and uh, um, all right um, I have different uh, idea I had different ideas to do marketing with a DJ thing uh, the first one was uh, and this I do with every company I own actually is to doing my own thing I'm not looking aside and not, you know, like uh, uh, checking out uh, other competitors all the time. Um, that's, that's a waste of time for me. So I have to, uh, all, all companies are run and, and all things I do, especially DJing, is all about passion. It is passion. I am doing what I love. I, 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 I could do it all day long, all night long as well. So I think this is one, this is the most important part of everything um, you are doing, um, to stick to your passion. And as soon as you have a passion for it, you're good of what you're doing, in what you're doing. And um, just because um, some people recognize that, so I have lots of recommendations, so it got bigger and bigger. And after I discovered uh, I cannot handle this uh, by myself, so I, have, I had to, to check out other DJs who are sharing my philosophy, uh, which I actually, um, I, I'm developing it uh, from year to year, and I'm gonna tell you some, some points which are making us totally different from, from other DJ services. Uh, because actually of our experiences of uh, of being also of, uh, of doing also event management for for Porsche for Audi and for really really big brands which I create the um, the ideas for events as well and I I'm always thinking of uh, um, uh, how could I how could I uh, make an event better for a couple right and I'm gonna tell you later on and um, well I, I lost it so, uh, so the marketing, so, so the channel. Uh, so market, all right, okay. It's so, just, and after, yeah. and after I uh, um, discovered that I could handle it anymore alone by myself, um, I, I found lots of nice DJs, which I know for, for more than 10 years. And then I start uh, uh, not being a, a one-person show anymore. And then I start to, uh, to open up the, the DJ service agency uh, here in Hamburg. And uh, with my uh, ad agency, um, we, are, uh, we were building um, a website and uh, actually we are quite good in uh, SEO. And within uh, some months, uh, we've been uh, at the top of uh, the SEO ranking of DJ Hamburg. Uh, but this was, uh, I think, like 12 years ago. So there were, there were actually no DJ, no DJ service at all who was taking care of SEO. And um, as you know, as a photographer, uh, really there are so many people right now uh, on the first page, uh, which actually, in my opinion, because I'm a professional marketing guy, uh, they, they don't have nothing to, to do on the, that, no, it's, it's not the right uh, position for lots of them at the first page um, of, of a ranking. It's just about SEO, it's not about quality, it's not about passion. So, uh, and I uh, really tried to combine uh, my services with my passion um, to a good package with passion. Well, let's let's sum it up, it's a, it's a passion, it's word of mouth. It's uh, Google. Is that it? Uh, so, so actually, if I am a couple and search uh, or a bridegroom searching for a DJ, so Google is a good place to start or asking friends. What else? 
Well, actually, as you tell, mouse to mouth re recommendations is the most important thing because um, if you have customers uh, who uh, who have been on a show you played, um, makes things much more easier. I'm not really into these cold case marketing things. Um, of course, uh, Google could help out, but actually uh, asking a friend could be more uh, advisory uh, to find uh, a good serviceman. And I think uh, um, also, uh, this, is, this is why actually um, we are always telling the couples to meet us in person to find out if uh, there's a certain kind of chemistry between you, but that is totally equal to to uh, to you guys as a photographer. Of course, of course. There, there has to be this 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 specific uh, uh, binding. There has to be this this specific uh, thing between you and and the couple. And um, as soon, and this is this is because um, I'm inviting them um, all the couples to to our agency uh, without having a contract with me. So it's it's just it's free for them. I just invite them, and then after the the end of the meeting, I don't know how you guys do it, but I I, let, I I leave them free. So I just end up the meeting without asking like, do you want a book or not? I'm always ending it with thank you for being here. Take all these things uh, we were talking about with you, and maybe in the next two weeks you're gonna get me uh, a message or feedback um, if I am the right one and if you have a good feeling with that. I think and, I would uh, speak for both of us, for me and, yeah. and Alexa. It's, yeah. it's the same, of course. For, for photographers, it's, it's uh, the same. But let me put it from, an, from another uh, perspective, from the perspective of the uh, couple. Things you have explained about your work, some of them sound obvious and some of them uh, are way beyond the, the normal and ordinary. But how can I know as a um, as a couple, as a customer. For example, if I don't have any friends whom I could ask and I haven't yet experienced you, I'm just making an appointment with several DJs. How can I know that they would bring anything like, like you have uh, described? Which uh, questions do I have to ask? Uh, and so on. Yeah, how, how do I know that you're the one? You know, how do I make this kind of decision? What kind of points maybe I should mm -hmm. look at? Well, that, that is a very interesting question, actually. Uh, um, I'm asking only interesting I will, questions. I will, yes, I'll, I will try to answer, actually. Um, there are lots of points. It, it, it's all about trust. Let's be honest, it's all about trust, of course. Um, if people haven't seen your pictures, if people haven't uh, uh, hear a show you just played, it is very difficult uh, to find out um, if the guy is the right one. Um, which could help out, actually, is uh, the kind of presentation uh, about the, the, the website. So that, therefore, um, I specialized on the upper level of customers, uh, the, the more expensive uh, customers. They're not better, but it's, it's more my, my way, actually. And uh, so I created a website um, which is directly speaking to these kind of customers. So um, the first thing, uh, what you should find out uh, if uh, the presentation of the agency or the single DJ fits to your belongings. So, and mostly, um, I think you can see um, if, if there's a DJ who is, um, uh, well, very good, that means more expensive, or like medium class, so whatever. So, you know what I mean? It's, it's sure. actually, it's the same with photographers. Yeah. So, let's, let's have the presentation at first, of course. That's the presentation. The second one is, um, how's the service? Is the guy, like, writing an email? Is the email nice? Is this well-created? Um, Call, call the guy. So you, you need to have a phone call at first. And um, after the first communication with email or on, on the phone, um, you should really meet in person. 
So this could really help out. And while um, there's this phase before the meeting, um, and this is very difficult as a, an uh, um, advice actually, um, sometimes DJs do have um, sets on Mixcloud or Soundcloud, whatever. And this could be a good indication um, if the guy can do music. If it is a good wedding DJ, that's, uh, that's, that's a totally different thing. So um, I try to avoid uh, posting too much of my mixes actually, um, because um, I don't want to pre present myself uh, as, a, as an artist, as you said, Alex, actually. Um, I, I'm even more in this individual thing. So, and um, if I present a mix, um, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a, a prepared uh, thing. So I, I cannot show uh, that I really do different, really different styles. So that's, this is very important. So actually, um, if you are, um, let's come back to the, to the main question. If you meet the guy in person, what should you ask? Right. I think one, one uh, important thing, uh, some couples uh, are discovering it uh, uh, sometimes too late. Um, if you want uh, to have a DJ which do uh, commoderations, for example, um, you should talk about him, uh, about this, this topic. So is, is it a DJ who likes to, to, to use the mic and present himself, actually? If there's a DJ who's uh, uh, working a lot with a microphone, actually, uh, in my opinion, um, takes himself too serious. And um, I think the center of a wedding party isn't the DJ. It is always the couple. Therefore, but this is just my opinion and my philosophy, um, I'm not taking myself so serious. So I, I'm not going to be on a, I don't have to have an own stage. I love to stand beside the stage. I'm there all the time and uh, I'm doing music, but I'm not really important in person. What I do is important, but not in person. So um, I, of course, using the microphone to, uh, to do the open dance and to say hello to the, to the, uh, to the guest and whatever, whatever I should, can do or maybe sometimes I support the guests uh, in their uh, speeches and uh, like uh, like presentations or whatever but uh, I try to avoid to talk too much so and this is a very important point some people or some couples love it to have a common narrator who's uh, um, yeah, uh, working a lot with his voice to uh, to motivate the people and uh, there are DJs um, which are just using music to do it I'm more into music actually. So, but you know, it's not, uh, these are two different sides. It's not, it's not better or worse. So uh, every, there's a, there's a different taste on, on every couple. So this is a very important question uh, to ask, I think. Okay, and then there, is there anything else? So I need to check the website, I need to check the presentation, I need to have a chemistry. And how actually do I know that the DJ is an artist like you? Is there uh, well, any way to find out? Uh, well, um, yes, con concerning the, the meeting. So what I do at the meeting, um, um, there are uh, two phases in the meeting. The first, me uh, the first uh, phase is uh, to say hello uh, to each other and all that stuff. And I am telling about my philosophy. So um, we developed um, different uh, um, uh, uh, packages for, for the, the couple to get more uh, time to, to, to spend together. So there it's it's uh, it's it's way too, way way too far because uh, as I told you these uh, um, these meetings uh, last about two hours. But um, the, the first phase is about our philosophy or different ideas which you bring into every uh, um, party. And the second uh, phase or the second half of the um, the meeting is um, that we are going through the whole day as you do it with your couple as well. 
And I think um, as a couple, you can easily discover if this guy fits your belongings and if this one is the right one. So uh, it is all about, as I told before, about preparation. Uh, it is all about experience, actually. And um, if you do present your philosophy in a nice and, and really uh, uh, yeah, um, emotional way, with lots of passion again, and afterwards, uh, you're going this event through with a, with a great structure, and you're helping the people out if they have, because couples, they have questions. Um, if this couple is getting married for the first time, of course, they, they want to have the wedding party of their life. It's the best day of their life, as you know it as well. And uh, um, it is always uh, important to help them out because um, as you guys do, we, we're doing about like, like 40, 50 uh, uh, um, weddings in a year. So um, the experience you just collected at all these events is really right in a personal uh, meeting to, to tell your experience to, to the couples and share it, for example, share it and all the time sharing it. And um, as, we told, uh, as, as we talked before about these uh, individual things, um, you will always find in every couple um, examples you just uh, uh, experienced, and then you're going to tell them. It's not about like telling them what is wrong or what is right. It is just, my intention is more to give an idea of what is that uh, idea is about and who it leads to. If it's a good decision or not. So, and I am always trying uh, to, to get some examples or, or, or giving them examples to find uh, um, the right way for the couple themselves. So I'm always helping them out and uh, giving examples of uh, um, some people are, 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 are telling that we're uh, also uh, like wedding planners. I try to avoid that. But actually, being honestly, as a DJ, uh, you have to uh, uh, take care of the whole uh, process of the wedding. Um, you have to, to know um, when, there, when there are speeches. Is there a special event um, the, the couple is planning? Uh, the open dance, um, there's the, the wedding cake, there's the Ausstrauswurf, uh, what And I'm trying to be at their side and I'm doing a structured plan with them together. So at the second half, um, I'm going to go through all these uh, appointments or, or all the times of, uh, of a wedding and I'm um, telling the couples all the time to write down the schedule and write down everything they they know that what, what they want to, to uh, what, uh, what, what is happening uh, at, at the wedding, at their uh, uh, um, wishes. And then they're going to give it to the best man or whatever. And uh, the other guys who are, are, um, who are also into this uh, planning, um, they are uh, fulfilling um, the other uh, schedules. And then they're going to send me this plan. Mm -hmm. and so I have the, the major plan, what is happening actually, and which is very, very good, uh, is uh, that I always do a copy of the event manager of the location. So mostly, uh, as you may have uh, noticed, um, people who are in charge for the event, like the restaurant manager or the event manager of the location, um, they don't have a real plan uh, what is the couple all about and what is the schedule all about. And um, I think um, as a good serviceman, uh, you have to work together, Curl, and we did that several times, um, if you have like professional servicemen around you, a photographer, uh, a good event manager, a good DJ, and uh, a good filmer, whatever, it just takes seconds to find together and then build a little team in, in that event, actually. And therefore, I am doing my very best, for example, to bring uh, uh, for the event manager of the location to bring the schedule for this guy 
and I take my time with this guy together, or, or, the, or the, um, the lady, uh, and we are going through the whole process right before the wedding, actually. And then we can really seriously uh, do all this planning in the background without letting the couple know or the guests know. So, and uh, I was, this is just one part of our, our services, uh, which is part of our uh, personal uh, meetings, actually. But I think these uh, little hints or these little information about how is the guy structured, the, the DJ, how is the DJ structured, um, is very important to find out if this is a good companion for the best day in your life. So, and uh, I think um, it is, um, some, you know, I, as I discovered, some, some uh, people, or some couples, um, they don't trust in um, having like a structured plan. But as you know, it is, uh, it, it's, it's not about like, so some people are, are, are thinking that uh, structured plans means that um, there's no space for ideas or uh, spontaneous things. It is. So uh, what I really uh, love is to ha always have this, uh, um, this red line going through the whole uh, event. And if we have this red line, then, then you are really relaxed because uh, everybody who's uh, uh, into this uh, uh, wedding is informed what is happening when. And uh, just because of that, people are more relaxed, uh, even, even uh, uh, um, as a serviceman. Um, and there are lots of space for spontaneous ideas and actions and, and all that stuff. So I think um, it's the combination of uh, being an experienced DJ, of, of playing the right music to the right time and having always an ear and, uh, an, ear and an eye on the event. Okay, so, so let's, uh, to share more experience, you've seen hundreds of uh, weddings beyond uh, a, a DJ or from your point of view as a DJ, what else makes a good party, a good wedding party? Could you give a couple just some hints what uh, to do to make it better or perhaps what not to do? You've also perhaps experienced some common faults, some mistakes, which actually might perhaps kill every party or which make your work even harder. Well, yeah, there are some things uh, um, which are very important, uh, which nobody think of uh, a DJ could tell them, actually. <laughs> Uh, the first thing for a successful wedding is to have a happy couple, a very curious and happy couple, which uh, is surrounded by professional uh, servicemen as a professional photographer, professional DJ, professional location. And um, I think uh, it all starts at the reception. If you enter the, the location and you look into the eyes of a passionate, curious couple, which is very excited and uh, it's, it's burning for, and, and which is you know, part of the party and being a guest as well. If, if we as professional servicemen are, uh, are able to feel, to, to, to make the, um, the couple feel as a guest, we did a, a good job actually. And as soon as they are happy, they are showing it to their guests. So as soon as the, uh, the, the, the guests are entering the, the location and look in these happy faces, um, I think this is the first start. Um, another part, um, um, which, which is the most common mistake in, in my eye, is um, to overdo uh, a wedding with uh, too many activities. And um, because people are thinking of uh, the more um, they book, the more ideas and the more uh, action uh, they bring to the guests, uh, the more nicer it gets. But it's wrong. Um, because People are stressed out during the, the week, actually. And um, people are searching for some togetherness, some, uh, some place to, to get calm. 
to get together, to spend time together with friends, which, you know, weddings is, is a perfect scene uh, to meet old friends again. And uh, as you uh, recognize that before, um, it's, it's, the, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a single uh, event uh, where you're, you're not coming together with these guys within the next 10 years. And uh, therefore, um, I think couples should focus on good service partners, of course, and they should focus on the needs of their guests. And the needs of the guest is to spend time together. And that's it. That's a good photographer is, is fine. He's keeping the, the pictures. A good DJ, of course, is, is doing the party later on. But if there is no communication at the beginning, and we all have seen that actually, uh, it's, uh, there, there, there could be the greatest DJ, the, the, the best photographer, whatever, if there's no communication between the guests uh, at, at the start, or you have a bride which is very nervous and, and cannot give up planning, um, this is another point actually, uh, brides who are not, or brides or couples uh, in general, who cannot give up uh, uh, to uh, the, um, the responsibility of the event uh, to their professionals actually. Um, so um, this, is, this is a most dangerous part uh, even uh, to destroy their own uh, wedding actually, to uh, not giving up the the planning while do the you mean, so, sorry do you mean like wedding planners the professionals uh no actually i'm not talking about uh, uh wedding planners uh, i'm talking about the the couple themselves so uh, lots of couples they are so uh um, into this idea of having the best uh, time of their lives but sometimes um they're not doing them uh, they're, they're not doing it for themselves they're just doing it for the guests well, you know, different needs, different ideas. It's not wrong or right, so I, I cannot tell. But uh, you were asking me what is uh, uh, one big mistake uh, which could couple do, and that is to not give up the, the planning while the party is starting. So my advice, actually, for all the couples out there, um, we're, we're doing it this way. Um, maybe, let's say, the, uh, the wedding is on a Saturday. Um, we were talking about these two lists, about these 10 songs, which they love. And we were talking about the structure schedule. So we have three of them, uh, which is my, uh, um, my master plan for the party. And just because I have some companies and uh, uh, um, we have uh, up to five to ten events on a weekend, I am trying to always stick to this individual couple. I always telling them, therefore, um, please send over these two lists and also um, the uh, list of the music and also the schedule on Wednesday before your wedding. That means three or four days before the wedding party, therefore. And I'm always telling them, when you are guys uh, uh, sending me this, uh, it should be automatically that way, that after this Wednesday, you should take off to prepare yourself for the wedding. And while you are sending out this information to the photographer, to the event location, maybe to the wedding planner, to, maybe to the DJ, whatever, with this sending out, that means stop for you with planning. Hand over all of this planning, all the, um, um, all the, uh, um, the management of the event to the professional and start being a guest. This is my advice. And um, this is always right, actually. Great so one, a great one. Um, I, I fully agree with that. Yes. Just to relax, not to have stress, because I guess we've all seen that at the weddings, that the couples, yes. they don't enjoy the wedding. 
you know, yeah. they just relax at the first dance. When they drink a little bit, then they relax. But I think it's a shame. Like you marry hopefully only once and then you That's just, it. yeah, this day goes away. You, know, you know, which is, um, um, I, it took me years to discover that actually, to, to, to see as, uh, as soon as, you enter, as, as I enter the, the location and see the couple, I could immediately see um, if, if the bride, and mostly it is the bride actually, uh, if she's relaxed or not. And as soon as I discover that she's not relaxed, I go, I, I always go up to her and say like, well, you have chosen the right ones. That's a nice photographer. You have chosen the best location you could ever get because this fits your belongings perfectly. You've got a nice DJ, you've got a nice uh, film or whatever. You're surrounded by professionals. So please do me, big, do me your, uh, your company and, 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 and your, uh, your husband a big, big favor and uh, start being a guest and, and let loose. Just let loose and then start being a guest. Because if she doesn't, it is really obvious because um, this is what happens. If there's a, a bride which is very nervous just because um, the opening dance is not exactly at 10.30, but it's, it's at 11. That's, that is your part because you always booked and, uh, until the, 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 uh, the start of the, of the dance started. So even for the photographers, it is uh, a strange thing, but as we know it, it is always to, uh, it is always later than in the schedule. That's the way it is. So sure. we know about yeah. that. Yeah. But sometimes uh, um, couples are really into the schedule exactly, and then um, because before I finish that once, I always another point is that every wedding has his own uh, speed. Every wedding party has its own speed. Sometimes it's slower, but mostly it is uh, uh, no, it's it's faster. Sometimes it's faster, but mostly it takes more time. So uh, maybe, as I told you, the, the open dance is not starting at 10.30, maybe it could be 11.30. But there is always a reason for it. And as I, as I told before, uh, it's all about communication between the guests, with the couple, with the parents, and, and all the, the family. And there is always a reason that, that it takes longer, and that's always a good reason. Lenny, thank you so much for, for being with us, for sharing your experience, and most of all, for sharing your contagious passion. Thanks a lot. Yes. Thank, thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much. It was really enjoyable. Thank you for being so open. And just talking also about the business part and giving some advice for the brides. It was really interesting to meet you and to talk to you. Thank you very oh, much. It was my pleasure.